You are listening to the Vibrant Life Podcast, episode 39. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, I'm back. (laughs) Did you miss me? Uh, My name's Emily Romrell and thanks for being here today. I'm thrilled that you're spending a few minutes with me and I gotta say first off my friends, I am sorry that the Vibrant Life podcast was MIA last week. I haven't missed an episode with all of you since I launched back in January and it was a little painful that I didn't do it. Um, I had an adventure and I'm going to tell you all about it. But first off, I just want to say thank you. I've said this before, but it is true. When I record a podcast, I'm alone with my own thoughts and whatever, but uh, somehow the connection comes through and I do have a lot of love for you, my friends. So your support means a lot to me and I really feel like uh, I missed a visit with a dear friend last week. So let's not do that again. So you're probably wondering, okay, Emily, so what happened? (laughs) Well, peeps, my apartment flooded. (laughs) I was out of my house most of the day last Friday. Go figure, it was on a Friday. And when I got home around 10.30 p.m., I discovered inches of water seeping through my carpet. And the squelching sounds from my feet were crazy. And I felt like traipsing through a swamp in Florida or like I was somewhere in a jungle rather than in in my apartment here in Utah. But I'm not a swearing person either. Uh, My go-to malediction is probably crap, (laughs) which is not my mom's favorite word, and I admit it's not very classy, Uh, but that's the first word that came to my mind as I walked into a medium-sized disaster at the end of the day. So I called my landlords and let them know what was happening, and they were actually great. They came over right away, and we got things sorted out. Uh, Turns out the main line, the main pipe from the street to my building burst. Ugh and uh, my furniture was okay and most of my possessions were undamaged which was so lucky but as things were playing out I just kept thinking to myself what next Um, I bet you've had days like that right when you've already been dealing with a lot and yet another disaster strikes (laughs) and actually I think it feels like that um, often it's often when you're already going through something that unexpected trials happen the most I think And when you're in the midst of something difficult, life hands you something extra, another extra heavy thing to hold. And I guess it's kind of like weightlifting. You have to add on weight in order to get stronger, but holy moly, it can be painful. And I've debated back and forth quite a bit in my mind, guys, and in my heart about how much I want to share about my personal struggles on this on the podcast with y'all. But, uh... I don't know. I put a lot of effort into staying positive and focusing on what truly makes a vibrant life. And it makes my life better when I choose to be as cheerful and optimistic as possible. Uh, There's already so much junk out there in the virtual void. And I don't find it useful to dwell on the negative side of things. And I really don't want to come off as someone who complains or who focuses on problems. I strive to put good things out into the universe, and so that's kind of what this podcast is about. So I really have been, you know, kind of struggling about what I want to share, but I also do want to be authentic and human, and the human experience 
includes pain and struggle as well as joy and love. And if you're a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, then you're familiar with that principle that there is opposition in all things, right? And uh, I've talked before about how conflict is essential in any good story, especially in real life stories that we're all living right now. And life isn't supposed to be happy all the time. Um, That would be a heck of a boring story. (laughs) I guess I just want to be clear that I'm not sharing my personal hardships with you guys, looking for sympathy or to complain about my life. I have a great life and I have friends I'm so blessed with and family and I think that you're going to agree with me by the end of the podcast that I have it pretty good. Um, But now that I got my disclaimer out of the way, (laughs) let's take a look back into the history of Emily Romrell. I've mentioned several times before that I do struggle with depression and anxiety. I've struggled with those demons since I was about 12 years old, so that's coming up on like 24 years, peeps. (laughs) A long time. And uh, I've learned so much and I've come a long way on my personal development journey with mental health and in the last few years I do feel like I have gained a lot of tools that I have been able to use to help me manage my my mental health pretty well and that's a huge blessing. It's taken a lot of effort on my part and also I've had a ton of help from family and friends and counseling and church leaders. Uh, I obviously still have my bad days once in a while with mental health but For the most part, I am in a pretty good place now, which is awesome. And thank heaven for that, because uh, during the last year or so, my physical health has really taken a hit. And I have never experienced so much physical, like physically debilitating pain. Um, I've dealt with like bad headaches and migraines my whole life, since I was probably around 12 too. And, um, you know, I've always struggled with like managing my energy and feeling lethargic and fatigue. And I thought most of that was connected with depression and anxiety, but now I'm wondering if it's possibly, you know, there's more to that story that I didn't understand. Anyway, uh, over the last year or so, things have kind of deteriorated for me physically. And uh, I'm not only dealing with fatigue and insomnia and headaches, but I'm also experiencing some pretty intense nerve pain in my back and in my joints and different places. So uh, it's been so bad I haven't been able to work like normal hours and I've had quite a a runaround with the doctors and trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, So, I mean, it's been been a challenge. Uh, Side note, uh, I do want to give a shout out to all the people out there who are suffering in ways that are not easily seen, because I personally know how tough it can be with mental health issues and with physical issues where you seem like you're okay on the outside, but you really are hurting pretty deeply on the inside. And uh, I feel like I personally put up a pretty good front most of the time in public, and I'm not trying to like be fake or whatever, but... Again, I just try to focus on the good things and I don't love being the center of attention and I especially don't want to be getting attention for things that are hard for me, right? Can you guys relate to that? (laughs) So moving forward, I'm dealing with all these health issues, etc. And then my apartment (laughs) is flooded last week and I'm literally thinking, crap, what next? What else do I have to figure out? And I don't know... Uh, 
my friend, if you're religious or spiritual or whatever, but, um, along with my formal prayers, I, I say like prayers or like kneel down or whatever, but I also just kind of have ongoing conversations with heavenly father in my head throughout the day. I find that really helpful. Um, but in this moment I was just thinking, heavenly father, I do not know how much more I can take. Like things are starting to weigh me down and I'm having a flood and I'm kind of drowning. The funny thing though about these conversations with God in my mind is that sometimes I feel like I get answers pretty quickly and sometimes it takes more time, but I do feel like Heavenly Father hears me and knows me and I haven't always felt that way. There were times and periods in my past where I truly wondered if God was listening and if he cared. So. Um, to have that peace now that I feel like he knows me and that he has my best interests at heart, that in itself is a blessing. Um, and if, and just a side note, guys, if you are filling in kind of like a dark place where you're wondering how God or Heavenly Father feels about you, then sometimes it takes some patience, but I just want to say that he does love you and he knows you. And then, uh, Sorry, that was a little side note to my note to what my have in my notes here, but um, it's important to know those things. And anyway, I was going through all of this stuff right with the flood and like my health issues, and um, I was just like thinking, okay, well I'm in a flood, so be like Dory from Finding Nemo and keep swimming. Right, all you gotta do is just keep moving forward. And luckily. Um, my parents live really close. So I moved in with my parents for a week, um, which is another blessing. You guys seeing a pattern here. And then also I had the water turned off obviously in my apartment, in my building for a few days, but I did have some water storage, uh, some emergency gallons in my pantry, thanks to the advice of some church leaders and just some good planning. So that was a blessing. Um, the city had to dig like a big trench through my yard and fix the pipes, but they didn't have to tear up. I mean, my house did get torn up, but they didn't have to like dig into the concrete, which we were worried about. So things got taken care of really quickly, which was a blessing. And um, honestly, for how bad things were, being displaced for only one week was amazing. And I had a bunch of friends and family that reached out to me and supported me and helped me. So guys so many blessings and even though last week was crazy uh the flood ended up being a pretty good reminder of how i'm blessed and i have a really good life and honestly peeps my apartment flooding was just an inconvenience uh it could have been way worse i don't want to make a bigger deal out of this than it really was uh really just a bunch of my stuff got wet and i had to move out for a week so no big deal um, but in the moment, it felt kind of like a minor disaster. And uh, so that's why there was no podcast last week. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. And emotionally, I didn't have the energy for it last Friday. But um, that experience was a good reminder of how important it is to be prepared. You may be surprised to hear that this was not the first time I've been displaced from my home. <laughs> When I was about 20, I was living at home with my parents and we actually had a house fire. And that was definitely worse. I was working nights at the time uh, overnight and I have to admit that I did miss church and was sleeping in on a very significant Sunday. 
Um, and then suddenly I was uh, woken up to the sound of someone shouting that there was a fire and smoke was filling my room. And I opened my door at a flames and my brother and a neighbor helped pull me down the stairs and it was really dramatic, uh, crazy, I know. And honestly, a lot of that's blocked out now. I don't even really remember it very well, but um, it was crazy. And our house did have a lot of smoke and damage and had to really be gutted from the inside out. So our family was out of the house for, I think, about like nine months while all of that got redone. Uh, but again, guys, so many blessings. Uh, just a few months prior to the fire, my dad increased the insurance. So a lot of it was covered more than it would have been. And neighbors came out of the woodwork to help us. We had Sunday dinner with friends immediately. Um, clothes and money got donated so fast. It was just amazing how much our our friends and family supported us during that time. We had a place to sleep that night in a hotel. And then our other friends let us stay in their basement apartment until we found a place and uh, we did actually even find a house in the same neighborhood that we stayed in until the renovations on the house from the fire were complete. So we did lose some possessions in the fire, but we did learn a valuable lesson that, you know, things are just things, which people say that, but it hits home when you have an experience like that. And that's an amazing lesson to take to heart, my friends, you know, things are just things and people and relationships are what matter most. And I'll never forget how so many people cared for us and loved us during that time. Several years later, after the fire, uh, a friend at work asked me why I never told him that I almost died in a house fire. <laughs> and I laughed because I'm like, well, it's not something you just bring up in normal conversation. Uh, but that was a trial that taught me a lot. And I'm still dealing, obviously, with my things. I have my hard things I'm still working on. And I know you're dealing with your things. And as I get older, one thing I do know for sure is that all of us are tested to our utmost. And we have to be in order to reach our greatest potential. But the good news is that we have survived 100% of our hard days so far. And we're going to continue to survive and eventually thrive if we just keep moving forward. And I have faith in a Savior who loves me and knows me and that loves and knows you. He paved a way for us to overcome all of these hardships. And that faith and the hope that I see in so many good people who are so willing to help and focusing on all of the blessings that surround us everywhere, that's what keeps me afloat. So I know that this has been a jumble. I've rambled a lot during this podcast, but as I've reflected over the last week and as I've kind of sifted through my memories of hard times, I am so, so thankful for my life and for the wonderful people that I love, for living in America with all the conveniences that we have. When things go wrong, we are so blessed. Um, people around the world have a lot harder challenges sometimes when things go wrong. I'm grateful for church programs and leaders who are inspired and who provide help when they're when it's needed and I have so much and we have so much and I think sometimes we are given floods or fires in our lives to reveal how much we have and the floods and fires either wash away or burn away 
those trivial things in life and show us what is most important. And after that, we can see our way more clearly to a vibrant life. So take care, my friends. Have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. And I hope you have a beautiful week.